Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Our Lady of Sorrows Parish at St. Matthias Church. As we join our church throughout the world tonight in celebrating the Mass of the Lord's Supper on this Holy Thursday evening. Tonight, um, because of COVID restrictions, we do not have the washing of the feet, so that part of your worship aid you might want to ignore. Also, our collection tonight is to benefit Catholic Relief Services. Um, some of you have rice bowls. You could leave those in the back of the church, but it basically benefits the same Catholic Relief Organization that does wonderful things throughout the world, so that is our collection tonight. Mass tonight is for Jean Puhala, and also following Mass, we will have silent adoration in church um, until 10 o'clock tonight. So please stand and welcome each other to Mass. Our processional hymn this evening is found in the Gather Hymnal, number 881, number 881. serves the Church and the Eucharist, and for our call to servanthood, to be God's people in this world who reach out to those in need and to bear Christ's light to them. As we prepare ourselves to celebrate these mysteries, let us not forget the Lord's mercy. 
Lord Jesus, you wash the feet of your disciples and show us the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you instruct us by your word and give us yourself in Eucharist. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you empower your church with your spirit all our days. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. participate in this most sacred supper, in which your only begotten Son, when about to hand himself over to death, entrusted to our church a sacrifice new for all eternity, the banquet of his love. Grant, we pray, that we may draw from so great a mystery the fullness of love and of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall stand at the head of your calendar. You shall reckon it the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, On the tenth of this month, every one of your families must procure for itself a lamb, one apiece for each household. 
If a family is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join the nearest household in procuring one and shall share in the lamb in proportion to the number of persons who partake of it. The lamb must be a year old male and without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the 14th day of this month. And then with the whole assembly of Israel present, it shall be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They shall take some of its blood and apply it to the two doorposts and the lintel of every house in which they partake of the lamb. That same night, they shall eat its roasted flesh with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This is how you are to eat it, with your loins girt, sandals on your feet, and your staff in hand. You shall eat like those who are in flight. It is the Passover of the Lord. For on this same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, and executing judgment on all the gods of Egypt, I, the Lord. But the blood will mark the houses where you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please turn in the front of the gather hymnal to number 80, number 80.
According to John. Before the feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to hand Jesus over. So during supper, Fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, Jesus rose from the supper table and took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Peter said to him, 
Master, then not only my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all. For he knew who would betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on, and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do. The Gospel of the Lord. When those in that upper room gathered on that famous Thursday night long ago, they were there to celebrate their most sacred night of the year. Because for them, the Passover meal was their time to gather and to remember what God did for them centuries ago when they were the slaves to the masters of Egypt. Back then, they were a tribe, just a tribe, a group of people related by bloodlines, knowing that they all had a common ancestor named Abraham but they had little notion of who their God was. They had no traditions, no customs, just an awareness that they were Hebrews together. And then God set them free from the bondage of Egypt, and for 40 years in the desert, as they struggled, as they failed, as they succeeded, they became a people united by a common faith and a common tradition. They received commandments. They came up with laws and rules and prayers and rituals that will preserve their identity for centuries. That's what God did for them. And it was important. But what God did with them is even more important. He made them a people who were to be a blessing to the whole world. The Jewish people were meant to praise the one true God by making the world a better place. And many of them, thank God, have done that. And unfortunately, many have forgotten who they were supposed to be throughout the centuries. Now, as we make our annual journey to the upper room and tell the story of the Last Supper, we are aware very much of what our Lord has done for us. He has given us the sacrament of his body and blood, the gift of the Eucharist, which is his abiding presence in our church that will never be taken away from us. It will be there for us and with us until the end of time. And so tonight, in our churches everywhere on earth, in 24 time zones, we set aside a time for adoration, a time to remember what our Lord did for us, giving of himself in his life and teaching, his suffering and death, and to his resurrection, staying with us forever. That's what he did for us. But what he does with us is just as important. This evening, as we hear the story of the Last Supper, it comes from John's Gospel, in which we find no mention whatsoever of bread and wine. And John has his purpose. Because tonight, the focus is on the upsetting, wonderful, unforgettable, countercultural action of Jesus as he gets down on his knees and washes the feet of his disciples. And there in that room, amid 
protests and raised eyebrows and whispers of, what is he doing? He shows them what he's going to do with them and with us. He's going to make them and us servants, the dignified servants of his father's kingdom, as he is the dignified suffering servant of his father's kingdom. He's going to make us servants, that is, if we let him. Because being a servant is no easy task. I mean, come on, in our culture, who wants to be a servant? We who get so obsessed with status and with our perceived notions of superiority. How does one become a servant against those odds? When you're a servant, there isn't too much emphasis on money. And what a servant needs to do is to come to terms with the limitations of wealth, what it can do for you and what it can do to you. And let's face it, that doesn't fly too well in this country, which in many circles has made greed a religion and excess a preferred way of life. That goes up against servanthood. A servant also has to think of those he or she serves first and him or herself second. Again, a tough sell in this culture of ours, which lures us into the blindness of take care of yourself only. Hooray for me, too bad for you. That becomes a prevailing idea in this culture of ours. But being a servant can and is wonderful. And you know the feeling. You know those times you've stepped out of yourself to come to practice a goodness you did not expect, when you showed unusual compassion, when you started to think about your own life, about what do I really need and what I don't, and what about the suffering that's going on all out there? Being a servant transforms people. It transforms communities. It's transformed our church. Francis of Assisi is a servant. Certainly Pope Francis is a servant. So many of the great saints of our tradition were servants. And that is who we are if we are truly a Eucharistic people. Servants who wash the feet of this world, who keep the poor and the disadvantaged before us, remembering that what before the grace of God, we could be in their shoes. We are those who get down on our knees and thank God that we can wash the feet of our world and be part of our Lord's saving the world. We pray tonight that we might become servants who truly get it, who understand body of Christ Eucharist in the tabernacle, body of Christ Church, inseparable, functioning, working in the world together. This night, we remember what Jesus Christ did for us, and we never forget what he is doing with and through us. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven and by the power of the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. 
and rose for him on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We trust in God's love and mercy as we bring forth our prayer. For the Catholic Church on this Holy Thursday evening, may our church be a model of faith, hope, and charity. May we foster reconciliation, trust, and goodness in our world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the priests of this diocese who have renewed their priestly vows at the Chrism Mass, may God bless them abundantly. May they experience joy in their ministry. We pray to the Lord. Lord. For all Christians, may we be dedicated to justice. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace in the world, may our leaders seek justice according to the ways of God. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who govern, may they set aside political gain to help the people they have chosen to rule and serve. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our for our parish, may we who come together at the table of the word and the table of the Lord be strengthened and grow into the likeness of Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the sick, may they seek comfort in Jesus. May our attitude give them confidence and strength throughout their healing process. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our for our beloved family and friends who have walked before us in faith, may they have eternal life in Christ. We pray to the Lord. Almighty and ever-living God, through the gift of your Son, you fill your church with his grace. Hear our prayers this night, for we make them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please turn to the gather hymnal to number 751, number 751.
Pray with me, my brothers and sisters, that these our gifts might be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and the glory of his name. For our good and all of his holy church. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries. For whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong, and as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory. humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these lives of ours which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant your people peace, to guard, unite, and govern us throughout this whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For us, we offer you this sacrifice of praise as we offer it for ourselves and all who are dear to us, for the redemption of our souls in the hope of health and well-being, and paying our homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating that most sacred day on which our Lord Jesus Christ was handed over for our sake, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, Magdalene, and all your saints, we ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this offering of our service and that of your whole family, which we make to you as we observe the day on which our Lord Jesus Christ handed on the mysteries of his body and blood for his disciples to celebrate. Order our days in peace. Count us among the flock of the blessed. And be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable that it may become for us the body and blood of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer for our salvation and for the salvation of all, that is today, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, his almighty Father, giving you thanks and praise, he said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he said the blessing, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, 
all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, resurrection, and ascension into heaven of Christ your Son. We, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts you have given us, the holy bread of eternal life, the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel, the sacrifice of Abraham, the offering of your high priest, Melchizedek. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angels, taken to your altar on high in heaven, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who, through our participation at this altar, receiving the most holy body and blood of your Son, may be filled with every earthly grace and every heavenly blessing. Remember also your servants, who have gone before us marked with the sign of faith, especially Jean Puhala and all those who rest in the sleep of your peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercy, graciously grant some share of the company of your apostles and martyrs with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Lucy, Cecilia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all good things, O Lord, you sanctify us, you fill us with life, you bless us, and bestow every good thing upon us. Through him, with him, in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. By divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory is now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, to live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to share in the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ bring us to everlasting life. Amen. the gather hymnal number 785 number 785 
Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that just as we are renewed by the supper of your Son in this present age, so we may enjoy his banquet for all eternity, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please kneel or be seated. 